Hey everyone, I'll, I'll wait as people come in. Thanks, thanks for joining. Today's guest, we're going to have Emily Bunnell. Emily is an outgoing member of the Gopher soccer team, and she she's a Minnesotan who originally played down at Baylor in the Big 12 and transferred to Minnesota last fall for her junior season. And she then this year has wrapped up her undergraduate degree, and so now, here we go. Adding Emily in. Emily, Emily may win the record for quickest person to join of all the live videos. Hi. Emily, hey. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for joining. I was saying this is an unnecessary contest that comes with no prize, but you might have been the fastest to join once we went live. You're with, within a minute. You're already here. Yeah, well, not a whole lot to do right now during quarantine. <laughs> Finals are wrapping up, so I was ready That's to go. That's a great point. That's why everyone keeps saying yes to these is there's nothing else going on and they just, they just, they're game to join. So yeah. Emily, before you came on, I was just telling folks, you know, you, you originally went down to Baylor in the big 12, you know, another power five school. You came here for what would be essentially your junior season, but um, you like many other athletes are, you know, top, also top students. And so you finished your undergrad degree and now We'll get into a few of the other reasons that may it may have happened, but you finished your degree, so now you're going for a grad program. So it's also a good time to transfer and finish and finish your last year of athletic eligibility. So you're going to Seattle, you out on the West Coast. You're leaving. You're, you're leaving Minnesota for some West Coast time. Um, but yeah. thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining us. You. So first of all, this we mentioned this is kind of a strange time for all of us, but I think especially for team sport players like you, where, you know, even if this is technically the off season, there's stuff you'd be doing all the time, and you know, sports obviously involves so much interaction, so it's probably even a little stranger for you. Um, just talk about what this this spring has been like under the kind of pandemic guidelines and not being able to do that in person um, workout and practice. Yeah, it's definitely been kind of interesting, you know. Um juggling like now online school and like trying to get my workouts in here at home. Um, I'm lucky enough to have a kind of like a makeshift gym in my garage so I can do some lifting. I can go running. I have a park nearby that I can do some skills in. Um, I was actually supposed to leave uh, in May for Seattle. Right. Yeah. And so I was going to play my summer season out there before uh, jumping in with Seattle U team. Um, I know that was kind of disappointing that I wasn't able to get out there quite as early uh but i'll be joining them um in june so okay yeah, yeah. That's, I, I can't even imagine having to try and do interstate travel now with like you know how do you do it the right way do you have to do you just drive to avoid it or you know and then even going across state lines is wild so that, that's crazy um and well i forgot to mention we're drinking budweiser here <laughs> this is i i was never a budweiser drinker before but i've i've said multiple times since they sponsor the nwsl I will drink Budweiser now. That's that's all it took. So that's fair. <laughs> credit to you, Budweiser, for earning yourself a customer. Um, but Emily, you were super gracious and willing to do kind of a deep dive. Last week we tried to do a deep dive with Andy Williams about the recruiting process, and mm -hmm. you were game because you've been through the process twice. You know, across high level programs of the transferring process, and um, it's just I think it's a little bit under discussed. I mean, I I think a big a big part of what people don't understand is just like what the rules are, how the process goes, you know, for folks who don't follow it closely, 
we're in kind of a, a modern era of the transfer process. There were just a change a few years ago or a couple years ago. Um, so now it's a little bit more opened up. It's still not, you know, <laughs> the NSA is still not beautifully player friendly, but it's a little more player friendly now. So you've gone through it in this new era where, um, you know, there's essentially that transfer portal is something that I think people maybe have heard about. I've probably mentioned on Twitter a few times, but um, I, the other reason I wanted to do it is just because I think the transfer process gets a, a bad rap, like for whatever reason, I don't hear a lot of people dogging it, but I think people think of transferring as this like negative thing. And um, for someone like me, who's talked to different players at different levels of the game, I, I'm actually kind of surprised more of it doesn't happen just because recruiting happens so young you know you were a top player so recruiting probably was happening young so for the fact of like five to ten to twelve players coming to campus mixed with 20 other players and there being some level of oh it doesn't fit perfectly so we have to move on doesn't seem crazy to me so I don't I I just I'm glad you were willing to talk through it but you um you in particular you know um sorry and I, well, I guess that element of it, that like, what will people think element of it? How much of that did it play in for you of, you'd been at Baylor, you'd played some minutes um, and then, you know, you know, but weren't a 60 to 90 minute start or whatever, but how much did that play into your mindset of, oh, can I really pull the trigger on this thing or not? Yeah, so I think for me, um, obviously I committed to Baylor. I was a sophomore in high school. Right. I couldn't even drive at the time. So <laughs> I already knew where I was going to college before I could even drive, which, I kind of think back on it and think that's like crazy. That was like crazy <laughs> early. Um, and when I got down to Baylor, you know, uh, I went down early. I really enjoyed my spring and, you know, kind of fall comes in and it's like a different vibe. And I just like, wasn't completely happy with it. I was just like blessed with the opportunities I had, you know, um, playing in the elite eight and like winning um, was it the big 12 tournament. Mm -hmm. um, that was such, those were like such cool experiences, but um for like my freshman year but like there was like always kind of this piece that like I didn't quite fit into the environment not necessarily on the soccer team but uh kind of in the culture of the whole school right um and so you know like I talked to my parents about it um mm -hmm. I decided to give it another go because mm -hmm. I kind of had that stigma where like oh what are people what are other coaches gonna think like it's a one and done freshman right um, and then it got to kind of my sophomore fall and I realized I was like, yeah, um, it doesn't matter kind of at that point, it didn't right. matter what other people thought it kind of, mm -hmm. what I prioritized was like my like happiness and making sure like physically and mentally I was like healthy. Mm -hmm. Well, I just think, yeah, I think the, I think you described it well. It's kind of like at a certain point, like what's it worth to stay in a situation where you're not exactly. happy because I mean, you're, you know, you're halfway through your college experience, you're still super young, and this is only going to be a certain chapter of your life, but still, do you want to force yourself to spend two more years in a situation you're not happy about? And I think you, you hinted at this, it's like, you committed as a sophomore, I can't imagine choosing my college as a sophomore, I mean, where, you know, there's a decade between our ages, but like, I, it just seems like a, a bonkers process, and I think the, um, especially by the time the team is assembled, like if it just doesn't feel right. I've talked to other players who have the same exact experience where actually once you transferred into Minnesota and they'd been at another big program and whether it was like the, the off-field team culture was like a little bit too extreme or like whatever, you know, whatever the <laughs> thing is. Um, and so by the time you actually go through that, 
um, what's, I mean, what's the actual steps in the process when you actually decide that, you know, you make the decision yourself, you say, okay, I talked to my family. Um, I know where I'm at on this team. I know I'm ready to transfer. But then what are the actual kind of official steps in that process of, do you have to, you know, do you have to officially notify the coach? Do you just put your name in the portal and then they find out? I mean, like, what are the, what are the steps for you as a player? Yeah, so the way I went about it is I scheduled a meeting with um, my coach and just kind of was like, hey, like, this isn't really, like, working out. Like, I don't – I'm not happy here. Um, that's – it's more of, like, a courtesy to kind of tell the coach ahead of time. Right. And then you can um, – like, when I was at Baylor, I just walked into compliance and asked them and filled out some paperwork. When I was at the U, I just emailed compliance. Mm-hmm. Um, and they helped me get started in my process. Um, and then, like, an official email gets sent out to your coach. Um, yeah. So you had to do, I mean, I can't imagine going into that meeting with the coach, although maybe at a certain point, if, you know, if you're also feeling kind of not a, not an exact perfect fit, maybe it's not shocking to the, to the coaching staff too. I don't know. But was, I mean, what was it like going into that meeting of having to like, you know, you know, what you're saying is true to you, you know, it's, you know, it's accurate for your experience, but what was that pressure like going into that meeting? I mean, like I, it was different the first time versus the second time right uh, the first time I'd have to say it was a lot scarier I remember um actually mm-hmm. one of my teammates helping me through it like I picked her up from class and was like I'm gonna do this today and she was just like right. okay kind of like help me through the process the second time I was kind of like okay like I've been in this position it's kind right. of hard all right like I know this is what's gonna be best for my future this is mm-hmm this is what I want. And at the end of the day, you kind of got to just make sure you are healthy physically, mentally. Right. Well, and by the time, so by the time you actually, you basically meet with the coach, give them that, that heads up of, Hey, you know, I I'm doing this out of respect, you know, I'm letting you know ahead of time. Then you meet with the compliance office and it's, you know, the official stuff, paperwork, coach gets the email and then your name you know technically at that point I think is in the portal and for those I kind of mentioned it earlier Mm -hmm. the transfer portal is somewhat recent you know I I think the transfer process before I might be wrong was a lot kind of more hush hush and on the DL like you would you'd kind of hear about a player maybe wanted to go or you kind of you know there it was a little bit um more behind the scenes and the portal is just a literal list of players that all coaches can look at and so it's kind of like a whole new round of recruiting. So for you at that point, did you always kind of know that if you were going to transfer, it made sense to come home to Minnesota? Or when you made that call, were you still saying, hey, it's my chance to do another round of recruitment? You know, I'll consider my options. So where was it on that spectrum of, I know exactly where I want to go to Wild West, here we go. Let's see who who reaches out to me. Yeah, I think um... – so when I was kind of going through the recruiting process through high school, you know, you kind of build a lot of relationships with other coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of them was with Coach Golan. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, right away, I was, I called my dad and I was like, I want to go to Minnesota. Like, I want to be home. I want to be with family. I want to be with my brother on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of taking a step back and being like, okay, but you kind of explore your options, mm-hmm. see kind of what's out there. And that's actually how I got connected to Seattle U. Mm. Um, I took an official visit out there, and it ultimately came down between Minnesota and Seattle U. 
um, mm-hmm. when I was transferring from Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, you know, having family here and having my brother go to the school was really like the big deciding factor for me. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, so you came into Minnesota at maybe the most bizarre, I would describe as one of the most bizarre seasons in like the recent memory of the Gopher soccer team. You, first of all, just, just incoming class-wise, you were one of three incoming transfers um, and then 10 freshmen, so 13 new players. They had just lost six really significant contributors. I think like the least, the least um, influential player in that class was still a regular like rotation player. Like the, the, the quote-unquote worst player was still a regular rotation player. So six huge players go out. You all come in. It was it was going to be a wild card either way, and then it ended up being kind of a tough um, a tough season. You know, I actually thought the team had good run of play at times, but just attacking wise couldn't pull it together. All those things, but for you especially being a veteran, but a new veteran, talk about what it was like to be in a team like that, where it's tons of new players. You're a new player, but then you're trying. You know, you're not starting every day, but you want to provide some leadership as someone who's been through the situ like on teams before. Talk about balancing all those dynamics. Yeah, so I think um, with a lot of the college uh, teams out there, there's going to be a lot of turnover every year. You have freshmen coming in every year. You have seniors graduating. Mm -hmm. And you have, you know, any players, any amount of players getting hurt, Mm -hmm. you know, not coming in, you know, maybe physically where they needed to be over the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's, oh, every year there's going to be kind of, an element of randomness on every team. Mm -hmm. And so it's just kind of expecting the unexpected and just kind of figuring out where the pieces are going to fall kind of in that first week of preseason. Right. Well, and you show up and for, for folks who haven't seen you play, you know, my, my picture of your game in my head is as like a, a, a strong holding midfielder. You'll, you'll go out there and you'll throw some shoulders around. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll bang around a little bit. You're, you're tough, you're physical. And obviously, you're, you know, you're technical enough to play in, in the Power 5 conference. I haven't watched the Big 12 too much, but what I hear of the Big 12 is that it's even more physically grueling than the Big 10, that it can be even more of a battle. So for you, I mean, for you coming in and then trying to work into the system, what was it like changing systems from, you know, you had to go down to Baylor and learn the way they played and then come up here and you have your skill set, but you have to adapt from, you know, what you'd already put in two years to learn and then you have to learn it here at Minnesota. Yeah, so I mean, it's definitely, I would say the difference between Big Ten and Big 12, they're almost polar opposites. Um, and I know for the years that I was at Baylor, um, one of the one of our kind of catchphrases is, we led the nation in fouls. Um, and that was something we that as a, like a Baylor athlete, you would be proud of. <laughs> Um, and definitely coming up here, that was not the same. I had to kind of <laughs> learn to tone it down, but also kind of stay true to who I was as a player mm-hmm. um, and just try and, like, fit in the system how I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, completely different styles of play for sure. Led, led the nation in fouls is maybe my favorite team, like, catchphrase of all time. That's, yeah. You guys were like the, the 90s Pacers, the 90s Knicks. That's great. Um yeah. And so you, um, you then, you know, went through that year. And I think, you know, because it was kind of just a strange season overall for the whole team. And then also because the fact that you had finished your undergrad degree, 
you know, to me, that seems like a pretty natural transfer situation. So I, I wasn't shocked when I saw you announce it. I, it was funny, you announced it the same day we chatted with um, Molly Rouse, who's going to coach at Dixie State, and they're going into the WAC. So we had a fun yeah. moment on her chat where you'll get to match up with her um, out there next season. You know, all things, all things, hopefully the season goes forward. But you, um, you know, did you already know that Seattle, you, you mentioned they had recruited you during your first transfer process. Did you already know they had the type of grad program you were interested in? And I guess maybe you can start by telling us the, you know, the programs you were curious about, but did, did you kind of already know, oh, when I talked to them the first time, I knew they had a program like this. So was it kind of, it seems like kind of a natural fit, but how much was it looking for that grad program you wanted to pursue? Yeah, they definitely had um, a grad program that I was looking for. So I'm going to be studying um, nonprofit leadership. Mm -hmm. um, so I, when I entered the transfer portal, mm -hmm. I obviously got in contact with the coaches, let them know like, hey, I have this opportunity and I'm still looking at this grad program we had talked about the first time. Mm -hmm. um, and it just kind of was just a natural fit. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, and so actually, I was over. I was over in Seattle in the uh, last summer, uh -huh. um, and I actually got to play for the assistant coach mm -hmm. um, in a summer league team, which was just like it was so cool to be able to be like in that environment and kind of mm -hmm. almost. It was almost like a like a trial to see like yeah. their coaching style and <laughs> his style of play and. I, it, I really enjoyed my time. Well, and what was the, what was the converse? I mean, obviously finding a grad program that fit, you know, was part of it, but you know, nonprofit management is offered plenty of places. Minnesota is like drowning in nonprofits in a good, in a good way. So we have a lot of universities with that, not division one universities, but we have a lot of schools with that. So yeah. I'm sure soccer played, like you mentioned, soccer played a decent part of the, the decision too. What kind of conversation was there about the system they like to play and how you would fit in and all that kind of stuff in terms of we'd love for you to come here and get your grad degree and also here's how you would fit on the team on the field yeah I mean it was um almost just like an extension of the first mm -hmm. uh conversation I had with them um mm -hmm. about the recruiting process uh when I was down at Baylor where you know they're looking for kind of more of like a physical presence uh, holding mid. Mm -hmm. um, they had a couple other pieces. Uh, they had a really really nice forward come in from uh, California. Mm -hmm. Who um, fingers crossed as everything works out. I could be rooming with her. Um, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I mean they had a couple of really nice pieces coming in, and um, they had a fifth-year senior um, graduate from kind of holy mid position, and they're kind of still recruiting. So when I was kind of like, hey, if this works out, if you guys would um, still want me, if there's a grad program I would love to do out there, mm -hmm. let's see if we can make this work. And, yeah, the pieces just fell in place. So Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, I think, you know, the the fall is is a little bit unknown for everybody right now, but I think knowing – the program you want to pursue is fantastic. And, you know, that, that process going through that each time you're describing it pretty casually and pretty easily, but I imagine like the, the weight of that decision and having to go through it in those meetings is, is pretty tough. And I think, you know, also you being willing to chat about it, it's just, it's something that is pretty common. I think that like the roster sizes, the number of programs in the country, 
transferring, I think of it as a pretty normal thing. So I appreciate you being able to chat about it. You, um, yeah, I, I think that when you posted those pictures of you transferring to Seattle, like the energy in those was so fun. And that's how I knew you'd be such a great person to chat with about this. I mean, good, good luck on the fall season. You know, we will hope for everyone's sake that there's some yeah, version of the fall season by then. Um, and if folks haven't followed em uh, Emily yet, make sure you do. We're going to be following the WAC now. We have a couple of great Minnesota excuses to do so. Um, so thanks so much for joining us, Emily. Yeah, of course.